for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Prepare for the attack of the android. It's Tuesday, February 3rd, 2015. This is episode 146 Tag of the Androids every week, Tuesday evening, right here at tagoftheandroids.com. Check it out. I'm Matt Lee. That guy right there, that's Eric F. What's up, Eric? How you doing? Matt, a lot is up this week. Ooh. I am back in the United States. I'm here with you, Ooh. my American brethren. Ooh, I like that. I, I feel yeah. the connection a little stronger than usually yeah. the connection is. They're like. Tingle. You're mm-hmm. in the States. Good good deal. Uh, also, Nick Carroll back. What's happening, Nick? Hey, glad to be back. And uh, it looks like we've got a, a special guest. A special <laughs> guest well. returning. Used to host a show with us a while back. Completely uh, got bored, lost interest in it like the rest of us, except we stuck around. He moved on to bigger and better things. Uh, Joey Kelly, how you doing, Joey? Yeah, the bigger and better things were a marriage that I'm now divorced from. Hey, yeah. pod, podcasting will do that. I can't tell you how many uh, relationships I've gone through on the on the show. Yeah, the show. Yes, yes we, we know about most of them. That's right. The listeners could tell you. I couldn't, but I mean, they they could. So uh, awesome. Good to have you back with us. Uh, Tagtheandroids.com slash live. There's an IRC chat. You guys can hang out there. Uh, pound AOTA on Freenode. So there you go. Uh, let's see. You guys want to start things off at the bottom of the list because this was kind of following up with something we talked about last week. Uh, we heard <laughs> that Cyanogen Inc. wanted to sort of, in an Amazon-esque sort of way, kind of pry Android away from Google. I don't, maybe not necessarily Amazon-esque because Amazon kind of just took it and did their own thing. Cyanogen made it sound like they just want it. They're like, this is no longer yours. It's ours now. Of course, all of that is just semantics, I'm sure. Uh, but after that came out, Microsoft was like, yeah, we, we got, we, I got five on it. What, what are we doing? Who, who's, whose legs need broke? Like, what, what are we doing here? Uh, so yeah, they've, they've invested a little bit in Cyanogen, uh, because obviously having the same, the same view, which is awesome, because Windows Phone, I mean, holding strong at like 0.3, Three three percent of the market share. Where where are they at? I mean, it's it's not. It can't be very very yeah, high. The additional piece of the pie is more piece of the pie for them. So they they want as much as they can get. I'm sure. Right. And so uh, this round they got seventy million. No one really knows how much of that was Microsoft's. There are obviously lots of other investors uh, interested in what Cyanogen is doing here. Uh, Eric, any thoughts on this? Yeah, I think we call this hedging your bets, which sure. is totally fine. I think it's, I think it's fine. Um, you know, lest we forget that Microsoft makes a fair amount of money um, for every Android. Uh, I don't know if it's just if it's Android device or I think it's just Android phones. So every you know every Android phone that gets sold, they get a cut. Um, I, I I think it makes sense. They're going to be also in on any investor meetings <laughs> since they have uh, some uh, capital. So. I'm well, sure. and maybe they'll learn how to make a uh, an operating system people want to use. Yeah. Um, 
the last one uh, based on AOSP didn't do so hot. So. Well, and I think I, I kind of mentioned this on Breaking Android just briefly, but maybe this is what we've all been waiting for is now this deal to happen so that we can finally have that dual boot dream machine that we've all been waiting for Windows, Android seamlessly just working together to bring you the best experience ever. Yeah, I know. Well, I was going to say, I know Microsoft, it, it almost sounds like they've given up you know, trying to expand, you know, the Windows Phone presence. Maybe I'm wrong or maybe I misread them, but it seems like they've focused more on, you know, you know, promoting their services, putting their apps on Android rather than trying to take over Android or compete with Android. That's just how I've interpreted it, at least. So, Well, Nick, I would agree with you prior to Windows 10. Um, yeah, that's true. And I, I really, I don't think that this, this is really anything outside of Microsoft just seeing a business opportunity and trying to make money. Um, especially because, you know, they're, they're a minority investor in the $70 million round. So, I mean, they, they could be, they could be throwing in a million and it really wouldn't mean anything to them. Um, yeah. they didn't make enough money. Uh, I think this is just them getting a little piece of the cyanogen pie. And if, you know, if Cyanogen Inc. becomes way more successful, if they become the breakout uh, operating system in places like India, um, I then Microsoft may take more notice and may do something else. But at this point, I don't, I don't see it as anything significant other than, you know, just sort of taking a jab at Google, um, you know, again for the second week in a row. What I keep picturing is like all of those investor meetings and like Microsoft just kind of in the corner being like, well, what if we put Windows Phone on them? And everyone just being like, ah, shut up, Microsoft, like shut up them, just, you know, kind of cowering. Just sit down. Yeah, yeah, totally. I just, I keep picturing that like whenever they're like, so does anyone else have any ideas? And they're like, ooh, ooh, wait, does anyone else besides Microsoft have any, any ideas? But yeah, as as far as investments, of course, that's it's wise diversify. You know, like every every new cyanogen uh, build is going to boot up, and instead of a boot animation, it's just going to be Bill Gates uh, drinking piss water, like he did at CES. Well, at least now it'll have good reason to take ten minutes to boot. Yeah, you guys, somebody should go out there and do that. If there is not already that a boot <laughs> animation, it's required. Wait, I would crowdfund that. I would definitely crowdfund that. I throw, I throw a dollar. Mobile 6.0. The ALS edition. Uh, let's see. Anything else on that before we move on? I kind of want to talk about the Nexus 5 popping in and out and in and out and then back in and then out, but then put right back in to the Play Store. Yeah, uh, the last so time. Is it in? It, it is. It's is it in it's still, for- though? Hold on. Is it still. Is it still no? In? Sixteen gigabytes out. I just oh, you're such a tease. Thirty-two. No, yeah, thirty. Is thirty-two is in. Ooh, thirty-two's out in black. <sighs> okay. Well, before the podcast started, I checked, and that was still there. So so it was in. It was still there. But now it's out. Yeah. Man, that's yeah. confusing. No, they're both gone. Someone yeah. should. Yeah. Someone should code up an IFTT for that. But just <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> bing, it's in. Bling! Nope. Just kidding. It's like... <laughs> the story what? was that it wasn't back. Yeah, so, that I just feel very lucky in that 
I feel lucky that I was able to pick one of these up, and I think Nick, you did too, correct? Yes, thankfully so, because my Nexus Four died, and then like right after it died, <laughs> it was uh, it was av- the Nexus Five was available on the Play Store. So as soon as I found out, I went ahead and just clicked and, and ordered it. So yeah, been loving it. I do, you know, I'm loving are the comments. Um, you know, somebody had mentioned, you know, like, oh, you know, you can have a Nexus Five as your backup phone. And uh, Blaze HN responds with, Nexus 5 is a backup phone. Wow, that sounds elitist. <laughs> backup phones for me are the Moto E and, or Moto G at most. Wow. Poor well, people are funny, aren't they? You know what sounds <laughs> elitist? <laughs> Leaving D-bag comments like that. Uh, oh, like well. <laughs> well, to be fair, it, it is a year old, but it, it's still a pretty rock-solid performer. So, you know, it's stock Android. But uh, yeah, I've enjoyed it for the few months that I've had it so far. Yep, I, uh, I I gave it to my wife. She had a Nexus Four prior to this as well. Um, she's really liking it, and uh, you know, I, and this is I know this is like you know I, over a year old in news, but I have to say I I like I think that they've done the wireless charging better than any other device, say for the Palm Pre. Um, they've they have done wireless charging very very well with this phone. Yeah, I've, I've got a wireless charger at work on my desk. So whenever I get to work, I just you know prop this down there. But you know the interesting thing about the well recent re-release of the Nexus Five and unfortunate quick selling out of it is you know like a month ago or whatever they had announced, hey we've we've run out of uh, out of stock and we're no longer making anymore. So therefore, whatever you see on the Play Store is probably it. And of course that sold out. And so a lot of us really didn't think anything of it. We thought, okay, it's gone. Soon it'll be gone from the Play Store. And all of a sudden, more stock comes. So that's why it's yet another news item because we had all, pretty much everyone had given up hope that, you know, this would be around. It's not like there's a Nexus 5 replacement. You know, there's not a Nexus 7 immediate replacement. You pretty much have to get the Nexus 6 or the Nexus 9. There's no smaller non-phablet phone or non-large tablet. tablet. So it, it's not just so to still see this, even though there's not a replacement for it. So, Do you think this will make them want to get more made? Because it is like that... that de- It came out at the time where, like, you're not really seeing a giant increase in memory or processing. Like, it's at a good spot to where it will be useful for stuff like that, regardless of if you're getting the LTE antennas or whatever upgraded all the time with new phones. Like, that that has a good, you know, set of hardware that will last you for quite a while. Like, it, it would be a great backup yeah. phone if I didn't have my three Moto Gs on standby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, One of each color. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the, the cool thing about this, you know, is that, you know, this is a flagship, so it's it's going to last two years and perform, you know, by the end of the two-year period still pretty decently. You know, that's pretty typical of your flagships. And for it being so inexpensive, it's, it's still worth it. It's only a year in, a little bit more than a year in, you know, and it's still a pretty impressive device by today's standards. I mean, it's a Snapdragon 800. You know, your lowest-end brand-new 400 and 600 processors probably aren't performing better than this. So, You know, we saw this in the PC world probably, oh, I'm going to say starting about five years ago. There was a line in the sand where people simply just said, I don't need any more performance than this. There's no compelling reason. I don't want to pay the money. Yeah. Um, and there's no reason for me to do this. I mean, I'm sitting here 
yammering away to you guys through a webcam and an audio jack on a Pentium dual-core machine that's now, geez, three years old, I think, plus. Yeah, and the only people, if if you think about it, the only people that were really keeping that alive were, like, hardcore gamers or, like, people doing things that required overclocking and liquid cooling and all of that. Like, your normal, everyday people are rocking all-in-ones now, like, you know. Yeah, it's a law of diminishing returns. And, like, you have a 1080p screen on a 5-inch smartphone. It's like, do you really need quad HD? Do you really need 4K? What what What's the tangible, visible benefit? What's the cost for Less that? battery so, life. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's the benefit. So seeing, you know, it's like the screen, we're running out of things there. You know, like the processor on, on a smartphone now is as powerful as something uh, a, a pretty powerful PC, you know, eight, ten years ago, and it fits in your pocket and generally doesn't overheat it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Well, I disagree, though. I think that people are still buying, you know, they are still buying new computers and they're caring, and it's not for the processor speed. It's yeah. for the processor efficiency yeah. and the efficiency, you know, directly relating to battery life. Um, well, yeah, so but that, I'm also talking about the difference between a desktop and a smartphone in terms of the desktop has become a commodity wherein you don't buy a new one every three years, you buy it when you need to. The same is starting to become true for phones. The fervor around the, oh, the next big phone, ooh, the next big phone, is starting to die because there's so many next new phones. And again, the the we're starting to see evolution of phones and devices and PCs, for that matter, not revolution. Well, and what you else know. can they do without being gimmicky? Like, you see certain certain phone manufacturers trying to do, like, you know, neat ways to log in or authenticate with your device with the, the fingerprint thing or whatever, or the, the look at your, your face thing. You see other ones doing, like, god-awful overlays and themes over Android. I mean, like, what else can you you do at that point? You know, you're basically making a terminal. so cheap that it fails faster and you have to buy another phone faster. Right, but then the carriers are, are you know, on that, unless you're not subsidizing. If you're just, yeah, I mean, rolling your own. There, there is still planned obsolescence, you know, that's still a factor. But, you know, one of the things is that you can build smaller PCs with, you can have monitors with thinner bezels or less bezels, a thinner profile. You know, you can buy, you know, an iMac, you know, for $2,800 or whatever, Sure, it's expensive, but it's got like a, you know, an edge. It's like five millimeters or something like that. It's got a 5K display, and and everything fits inside what is essentially a big monitor. It's an all-in-one unit. So we're seeing all-in-one PCs as well. We're seeing notebooks turn into ultra books. We're seeing really thin tablets. So we're seeing, to some extent, the refinement of the the form factor. That's the physical side of it, the hardware side. From the operating system side, you're seeing you, you know, maybe a better UI or more features built in the operating system, stuff like that. So those are the kind of things, you know, I guess you could focus on. But, you know, difference between a 1080p display and a 4K display, you know, it's four times as many pixels or whatever, twice the resolution, but it's a lot of diminishing returns, and we're kind of seeing that with smartphones and everything else. So that's why Nexus 5 can be over a year old, but with a 1080p screen, still a pretty powerful processor, decent battery life, stock Android, you know, and some features like wireless charging, it still has a lot of value, and why, that's why they don't even necessarily have to drop the price on it. It'll still sell for three hundred fifty dollars or three ninety nine, you know, four hundred dollars for a sixteen or gigabyte version, and sell it just like that on the Play Store. So and that's why phones like the Moto G and the Moto E 
you know, are taking off as well. So, well, and for me, that those those have kind of replaced my desktop and everything. Like, I I'm on my phone now. I don't have a tablet anymore, but I have my Chromebook. And I'm like, rarely do I come back here into the studio to do a lot of that stuff, unless I need to use Photoshop or like you know, podcast stuff, like cool sure. edit. I, I'm doing everything else. And granted, like the world I live in is different than a lot of people. It's just all in the browser. It's all like running WordPress, CSS, PHP, all that stuff is done in the browser at this point. Like I rarely yeah. need to come back and sit down at the desktop. Well, you know, I've done some of these podcasts and as well as on Yats where I've just used my smartphone or my Chromebook, you know, or a tablet. I've done one of each actually. So you're saying that, yeah, you can't yeah, do a lot because the power inside those is what's in yeah. the system you're about to go sit down in front of. It's Yeah, it's gotten to that point, which yeah. is awesome. If you've got a sure. dual-core machine that can run you know, 1.2 gigahertz or, or whatever equivalent processing power, when you subtract the lower efficiency of a Windows operating system, you can easily get equivalent performance out of an Android device that you can hold in your hand. It's yeah. possible. It can be done. Chromebook yeah, made can. that really like upfront for me because that that was kind of my first experience of using like a, a it's it's an Intel. It's got the i3, but it's just it's Chrome. Like it's not having to yeah. boot up and load Windows. And like watching how fast this thing, it, it's pretty amazing for for what's in it. And I mean, it's yeah. it's so light yeah. and tiny. And, yeah. Yeah. My two year old Chromebook is able to play 1080p video without any frame dropage. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, at 60 at 60 frames per second, you know, like I, I would I hooked up to my 1080p monitor, so while it's running a 1080p display plus its own display, load up YouTube, and I could still play 1080p full motion video, you know, pretty good. And that's that's what it's coming down to. Can, can your PC do that? And well, another point, like YouTube, about half of all their video views come from mobile devices like yeah. a smartphone mm-hmm. or a tablet. So. And I recently, I, I ended up uh, getting some stuff from Amazon. I, th- I thought I'd give the Prime thing a try. And so I was looking on what they have to stream there. And I'm like, on my Chromebook, I'm like, all right, well, how am I going to Chromecast this? <laughs> and so I look it up, and, like, there's a way to go in there. If your Chromebook will handle it, in Amazon Prime, you switch it from Silverlight to uh, Flash. Because for some reason, Silverlight, which is what Netflix uses, but in this in this you know, use case, it won't work. It'll like lag and be jittery. You switch it to flash and then you can Chromecast the tab full screen it and boom. It's like, I've been watching so much crap just doing it that way through the Chromebook, uh, Chromecasting a tab, which is rendering all that on, you know, a browser. Basically it's pretty impressive. Uh, let's see, moving on. We were talking about kind of the Moto E's and the Moto G's and stuff. Android Central had an article uh, about some Motorola numbers talking about how they sold 10 million phones in the last quarter, uh, which is oh, up 118% from what they were doing uh, a year ago. Um, Lenovo was kind of down from what I read in another article. I don't know if they get into that here. Yeah, uh, $89 million loss, but that's what happens when you acquire things. You spend money on them and maybe you don't get all of that back. But yeah, it seems like a really, just as far as Lenovo buying it, it seemed like a smart move for them. They have this great smartphone manufacturing end that does awesome stuff. Um, and the numbers are showing it, definitely. Uh, a lot of people I see around have, you know, these these Moto devices, the lower end ones, if they're on a, pre not prepay, but the uh, the burner phone plans, like the no contract ones. So yeah, and Republic yeah, so. Wireless, they're p- big pushers. Yeah. I, I keep I don't use it, but I keep seeing the emails and everything they send, and they they have the whole Moto set for you. The whole Moto lineup, yeah. Republic yes. Wireless Moto G, right here. Yep, there you go. Yeah, see, 
they made good I, this this generation of stuff. This is the first gen Moto X. Like this was a really solid device, and all the ones they made right around that were really good. Yeah, know. and that really signaled, you know, the I don't know what you would call it, the turnaround for Motorola. Yeah, it wasn't apparent immediately, but they had a popular phone. Maybe didn't sell as well as they would have liked, but it was pretty popular, and they turn around sell a second generation of that. And their Moto G lineup is actually, I think, their most popular phone ever particularly in some countries like India. They've yeah, seen- they hit those markets, right? They were emerging. They didn't yeah. have much of a choice. They came in with a really good price point and a really good device, and, yeah, they killed it for sure. Yeah, so they've sold twice, more than twice as many phones as they did you know, the year previous, so that kind of makes them more attractive for someone like Lenovo who wants to expand, particularly into the Western markets even more you know, with the mobile devices because the Lenovo phones and tablets don't really sell well over here. Right. Maybe they sell well in Asia, but... Not here in the states, so they have a an inroad now through Motorola. So pretty good numbers. Uh, we mentioned this just a little bit earlier. Uh, HTC did make a rap video to diss Samsung uh, and Apple, which is pretty awesome. Are you familiar with Doc G? Uh, I, I I'm not either. Uh, but he uh, he's got a a diss track here, <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't know. We'll put links to it. I don't want to play it, but yeah, you just know, just know that there might be some fool getting shot over some beef that started over some damn cell phones. Just know that. Well, we'll say this: the guy that's doing the the primary singing in this video, he's actually one of the two brothers that made up PM Dawn. I don't know if you ever remember. It was like set a set a drift on memory bliss or something. Some song that was really popular. They were kind of a one-hit wonder back in the, I think it was the early 90s. Anyways, so I didn't recognize who they were, so I did a little research, a little wiki action. Yeah, sure PM Don definitely sounds familiar. I feel like that so, was right at the beginning of when, yeah, when I started crazy, listening to music. But the video, to, to put it politely, is terrible. <laughs> to be politically... Is he on a boat of any abysmal. type? You would think, I wonder why him. Like, that's that's kind of an obscure name if you're going to go, like, for for battle greatness, right? Like, I, I'm sure an Eminem or, or something like that, a disaster, or somebody in the actual battle, you know, king of the, the whatever those are, those, you know, uh, what's that? What's I'm the one that you always see fight videos come out of? World Star, right? Like, there's a whole huge community there of battle rappers that they could have easily given money to and had something that actually made, you know, Apple cry a little bit. But instead, they, they got they got this guy. I, I don't know. That, that, that's cool. It's a good idea. Uh, I think you wasted your money, though. I thought it was hilarious. Are you kidding me? Yeah? Well. Yeah. Okay. Hold the crown or whatever. <laughs> like, I thought it was great. Over and over, yeah. It's like, we ran out of, we're going to just chant this the rest of the video and watch us flail it was, around. It was horrible. They should have paid horrible, the guy from funny. Saturday Night funny. Live, the, the dick in the box guy. Why didn't they get them to make one? They would have They would have done oh, an like awesome battle track, right? <laughs> Probably would have cost HCC a little more money, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think. You think they just gave this guy a phone? Guy. A phone and a re. Yeah. I think they gave him, like, a coupon for a double cheeseburger and, you know, maybe a, a free, like, flurry or something and sent him on his way. He's probably going to get a mask upgrade. You know, he kept wearing that mask throughout the video. He's like, what in the world? is like some sort of predator. He should probably <laughs> invest in some bodyguards and bulletproof vests. If we know about any, anything about rat beefs, this isn't going to end well. 
Samsung's yeah, going to come not back. As far off as you might think. You'd be surprised how many Hendrix albums were recorded for a uh, for a case of wine. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, when it when it happens, I called it, and I just <laughs> I'll pour out a little liquor right now for this homie. It'll escalate. It, it's it's not gonna happen right away. Samsung's gonna do something right, and then Apple will come out, and then he'll respond, and then somebody will say something about somebody's mama, and then it's over. Just <laughs> watch yourself. Gonna get them jewels run. Does this make you, as a hip hop fan, as a millennial, as the demographic, the premier demographic of every and all uh, ad marketing firm? The video really spoke to me. It got me <laughs> right, right here. here. One love. One love. <laughs> Nick speaks for all the millennials. Obviously. <laughs> Yo, for those that are watching, if you want, if you feel the need to, feel free to throw up. This is the time. (laughs) I think it's different, I guess, right? It's certainly unexpected. I mean, who would have expected an HTC rap video? Not not me. Not this guy. (laughs) I I think if they just if they just don't dwell on it too long, just (laughs) Just, move on. Just let it to a new wacky thing. Let it go away. What yeah, will what will the yeah. response be? What what can we expect to see from a Samsung or perhaps I'm only interested a, in a response from Dr. Dre at this point. <laughs> that's we'll true, right? Apple and Beats, like they got they can actually put together some rap beef if this needs to we, go there. We might see a legit music video on MTV, yo. Do you be like, hey That's why that's why the HTC phone wasn't pushing around an iPhone. <laughs> they know they can't compete. What's Samsung going to do? That's true. <laughs> Gangnam style? Come on, that's old. It's not happening anymore. Size not coming back. Samsung has had some pretty terrible videos, though, so let's just, let's don't, let's don't poke the bear here. Please, please no. <laughs> that's why I'm so curious what's to see, like, gonna do? Get salt and pepper? where's this going to go? Yeah, with the push it? I'm down for that. I'm down for that. <laughs> Spinderella? <laughs> oh, man. It is interesting to see what happens when these companies get too much marketing chutzpah, I guess. It's, like, funny to look at where a room full of, like, 50 to 80-year-old rich men, like, end up going. Like, who was the guy that was like, you know what? Rap. Rap is really hot right now. Rap is huge right now with the kids, with the the M&Ms and the, 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 the Kanye's. You know, like this is ooh, yeah, you're on to something. <laughs> and then I, I, some... I could more I could more imagine this being like somebody our age just just being like, No, listen guys, seriously, hip hop video. We'll put the shit on Vine, it'll be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, some executive in his sixties is like, Hip hop? Is that like hi fi? No, we don't want any marsupials here. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. The Australians did that. An interesting article on Fandroid talking about a little uh, piracy. Maybe not something you hear a lot about as far as smartphones go unless you're into, like, Cydia, jailbreaking, rooting, all of that nefarious behavior. Uh, but yeah, they, they had an interesting uh, article about the developer of Today Calendar Pro. 
not an app I use because I have an Android device and it comes with a calendar app, but maybe somebody needs more from their calendar app. I don't know. Uh, but apparently 85% of the people that use this calendar today, uh, app, the, they, they, uh, they sideloaded it. They stole, they stole that biz from this gentleman. Uh, and at six bucks a user, uh, I'm not math, but that's a lot of money. <laughs> it's a lot of money. I'm not Matthew. No, you're right. You're not math. No, I'm Matthew, you're but one letter away from math. That's true. <laughs> Eric, you're a developer. Uh, how mad do you get when people rip off your amazing apps? Uh, well, when I make one, I will let you know. Um, well, I think that this guy is. He's do he's going about it the right way. Um, if you read the article, he talks about how you know he's he he said the majority of people who pirate it wouldn't have bought it anyway. That's true. So it's not that, as if he's losing. That's very true. He said it's, he he said it's not as if I'm losing eighty five percent of my revenue. Um, so it's good. We're starting out. You know, our minds in the right place. Um, the the best part is what he's doing about it, which is. Putting he's, malware he's gonna, in it? He's going to be implementing... What's that? He's putting malware in it? That was my guess. Alert the malware. That's what I'd do. Um, no, he's... Like, you want to steal my shit? Gonna, Watch this. <laughs> we've seen this before. Like, he... With some games. What he's going to do is he's going to... Um, he's going to put code that... When it recognizes that... Uh, that a cop... That, you know, you've sideloaded a copy that you've pirated the app. Um, it's going to... It's gonna it's gonna impose a whole bunch of pirate themed things made to annoy you. That's so into your, awesome. Uh, into your application, like Thursday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe they'll make you walk the plank. Um, Today's calendar reminder brought to you by by the letter R. Darr. That's awesome too, right? Because it pops up a thing. It's gonna be like, hey, I just want to let you know. In five minutes, you need to leave so that you're not late to walk the plank. <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> and then maybe, maybe they, maybe some people will, you know. If I guess in his mind, if if you want to put up with this stuff, sure, that have the app for his own entertainment, maybe, or you know, he just feels better about it. But the idea is that maybe some people will will you know stop and think. I use this a lot. Maybe I'll just pay the six dollars. Um, I won't get a Starbucks today or something. Um, so I, yeah, I gotta hand it to him. I, I think this is much better than you know, bitching about it and you know throwing a fit and you know yeah. pulling your app or whatever other people have done. I think this is a really good approach. When I, I do like his approach in, in as far as like what we've seen music companies and like bigger companies that have the money and resources to go after people and sue them for like ridiculous amounts. He's like, I'm just going to, I'm going to use my time. I'm going to make my app even better. And I'm going to ask myself, why don't people want to buy it? Is it too easy to pirate? Am I making it too easy to be a pirate? I don't know. Is it too expensive? $6 for an app? That might be a little bit. Uh, if it's not worth $6, how can I make it worth $6? I mean, you could lower the price, I guess, but that, that is, that's a, that's a neat way to look at it. How can I improve this rather than how can I get those, you know, like how can I go after these people and sue them and take their money that is rightfully mine? 
Well, I think it's. I think Sabo. Oh, sorry, Nick. Not to cut you off, but you know. Whoa! If we're gonna all talk at once, can we get in the same tone? Maybe like a E minor. (laughs) Would be like an. Sorry. Go. Go ahead, Nick. What do you? Joey. Go ahead, Joey. What? Oh yeah, funny. He should force the default reminder sound to go full loud all the time, and it should say something like. Ah, your calendar reminder is ready. By the way, you haven't bought this app yet. Perhaps you should be less of a cheapskate. Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, or something like that. Or maybe, oh, you didn't buy the app, did you, matey? You know, I think it should go through their, their address book and then email everybody in it and be like, can you lend this guy like a dollar? Because apparently he's too, <laughs> he's too cheap to... To support well, my well, it is a calendar app, so you could out set out reminders, you know. On the yeah, daily, so. no, you get all sorts of permissions. That's what I'm saying. Like, if he wanted to, he could get really down and dirty and like pirate some booty here uh, with with the things that people will allow a calendar app to do. But yeah, no, that's really cool. Uh, I like he got the idea from Reddit. He said uh, it's pretty neat. So, yay! More more devs should be this this intuitive with their. Yes, Eric. How did you know I wanted to say something? Uh-huh. Do I make a face? Yes, you made that face. You have uh, a tell. You made the face of. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because I'm because I'm, I have a thought and I'm looking for the mute button. I can sort of understand where this guy's coming from, though. Like, I I think I would probably be more pissed off uh, if I were him, because there are a lot of other calendar apps out there. There are a lot of free ones. There are a lot of cheap ones. But these people have chosen to take his, which he's priced at $6. I can understand if you think that's too much. And they've chosen to pirate it. Most 80, I would say 85% of this 85% are assholes. Just throwing that out there. He's cool. The people that, that pirated his app are not. Fantastic. Dude, do you disagree, Matt? No. Oh, Okay. Sorry, I'll I got s- I got well, distracted I, with this with this with all yeah, of this. Well, well, I do think you know yeah, he can take. Well, I do think he can take the approach of essentially treating it, you know, like shareware, just severely limited its abilities, and then put reminders, hey, you can download this app here or whatever, you know, or pay for the full version here. So that would be a good well, option. There is a free version already. That's I I, I just realized this mm-hmm. from the article. There's an ad supported version. Oh, wow. So these, these people have even gone so far as to like say, no, fuck those ads. I'm going to pirate That's this. That's so out. awesome. I hope you have a virus. I hope <laughs> you have a virus that, that does worse to you. Above and beyond, right? I was going to start talking yeah. about how the Verizon is uh, – they're, they're teasing us, those of us on oh. Verizon, with the Nexus 6. It was there and then it wasn't. It was in, then it was out, then it was in. Now it's now it's coming soon. Um. So that's cool, but the article won't load, so that's that's not cool. So. Yeah, it'd be interesting. <laughs> I would be interested to see how well it's going to be supported. That's the big big thing, you know, because Ryzen has been terrible with supporting Nexus devices. Did so they you, learn? You all well know. Do you, I don't think do you, so. You don't think so? <laughs> I don't think so either, because we haven't I seen mean, one since the GeneX, and that was a terrible debauchery. Yeah, it was a debacle. It didn't go well for the it didn't go well for the LTE version of the Nexus Seven either. Forgetting that natively, you know, through Verizon. It took them months to do that, even after lots of complaints. And uh, I know that they've kind of turned things around because Motorola, you know, sells or sells 
you know, droid phones for the last couple of years for them. But uh, they've still not been very good to Google's Nexus line. But we'll see how it goes this time. I'm, I'm, I would rather see them actually come through and become a, a decent, you know, carrier, you know, for this line. We'll see how it goes, though, with regard to updates and how much stock they'll have and how much trouble it will be for people to get the Nexus 6, you know. We Verizon. talked about um, a while ago, like one of the big problems with supporting um, these Nexus phones on Sprint and Verizon was the CDMA thing. But, uh, you know, just according to some of the searches that I've done, um, the Nexus 6 will be uh, capable of doing voice over LTE. So maybe the support of this device on Verizon would not be as bad because you're not having to deal with all that CDMA um, like all the CDMA code, all that crap, when it comes to updates, uh, maybe it'll be easier. But you do, though, because if it's not getting a good LTE signal, it's dropping down to 3G, which is still CDMA, right? So would it just not have that capability, and then you would just not have connection in in those? I don't know. I live in an area where that happens quite a bit. It'll drop down to <laughs> no, 3G. That's a good point. And if it doesn't have that capability, like it'll just it'll just like lose lose signal completely. I don't know. Maybe they should upgrade their. Maybe that's what you deserve. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe you're right. I should not be bringing technology into nature like that. That's my mistake, and I apologize. Get back on the mountain. Leave the phone in the car. I know. I know. It's hard though, man. It's really hard. You get like the best signal on the chairlift. But, like, in the parking lot, there's, like, nothing. <laughs> it's awesome. Do you just ride the chairlift all day? <laughs> yeah, like pretty much. Like, trying to get some work done, you guys. God. Well, the, the thing that, that is curious to me with regard to Verizon and the Nexus 6 is Google themselves have had a hard time selling the Nexus 6 um, from their own Google Play Store, and I'm not sure how Verizon would keep this in stock if Google can't keep their own Nexus 6 in stock. Like the 64 gig version uh, of the Nexus 6 is sold out like that every time. I've got a friend or a classmate well, who's now a friend who uh, has been trying to get the 64 gig version of the Nexus 6 since it came out, and he still hasn't been able to get it because it's sold out all the time on the Google Play Store. So and he doesn't want to get a 32 gig version. So. When well, you would assume, though, that if that was the case, they would have their own stock, right? Like they would have stores of it. They're not just forwarding you off to the Play Store where it's like, sorry, sold out. Yeah. Try again Tuesday. But it is it is cool being on Verizon to see that. I mean, I'm kind of stuck with the Motorola stuff unless the, the Nexus has, like, uh, active notifications. I, I can't... I kind of can't live without active notifications. Like, that is a huge... huge... I need to see... <laughs> But yeah, it'll be cool to see another Nexus on there. Uh, let's see. The Oxygen OS uh, images have been leaked a little bit. A little leaky-leaky. Have you messed with these at all, Eric, uh, for Oxygen OS? Mm-hmm. Have you put one on your no, one? please tell me more. Have you put one on your one yet? Well, well, I don't think the, the ROM itself has been leaked. It's more that that OnePlus is showing You know what it looks like. They have a YouTube video where they basically show it booting up. You know, and they also have been showing like screenshots of of this new operating system. So, like, I don't know, several months ago, they basically held like a uh, 
I don't know, like a vote, like a poll or whatever. Here are a bunch of names, you know, for our own custom ROM. Hold on. Are you telling me that when the headline says allege OnePlus auction OS images surface, you're not saying, like, these are images that you can mount and install? These are pictures. Why would you call call them images? Why wouldn't you just call them screenshots? That's that dumb. That could be a little bit of SEO. I don't really know, but uh, man, you guys got no, me. No, that's unfair because we all know that images was used for computers way before it was used for pictures. You are correct, Matt. <laughs> that, thank I, you. I stand behind. Thank you. You got oh, me. Oh no, good. I mean the the title, the summary does sound like that. So I believe that's a little bit of SEO there. But anyways, um, tell me about these was, leaked images, please. So yeah, the leaked images are, are literally <laughs> pictures like five different screenshots, like four of them are different wallpapers they use, and another one is, here's a picture of the app launcher, and it's actually different, but the video that they played on their own YouTube channel is basically booting up, here's a stock launcher, and it looks exactly like um, like stock Android. So what I think the deal is, they're starting from scratch, they're building their own stock Android you know, design, and they're putting their own custom launcher on it, and that's essentially what they're going to put on this, so... Which gives them a leg up on when Amazon did that, right? Like, they have a way better version of Android stripped down to stock to start from? Well, you know, the one, the OnePlus people being the same as the Oppo people, um, they had an operating system that they had already created, the Color OS, um, yep. which this looks, it looks yeah. kind of similar to. Uh, they had kept it pretty, like, plain and stuff. Um it wasn't bad, but, I mean, it wasn't great. Screenshots yeah. made it seem much better than it was. Yeah, Oppo has ColorOS, and then they, of course, you know, partnered with Cyanogen to have their own version there. And then, of course, OnePlus, it likely, you know, you know, I think they're probably trying to have some similarities with ColorOS. Maybe they can sell it, you know, in Asia, and maybe it'll be more popular than Cyanogen there. Maybe that's the purpose. I don't really know. I have a feeling that they're not going to have two separate uh, developments going on uh, simultaneously within the company. I can totally see them doing, you know, like saying, like, okay, we're, we're going to finish out this contract with Cyanogen, see how that goes. Um, but whatever this is, um, maybe they still have a different name on it, but it's going to be the base of Oppo phones as well. Well, what it sounds like, yeah, what it sounds like, at least from what I've read, and I, I, I don't think I've read everything on this, but from what I've read, it sounds like, you know, maybe this is an insurance policy. I don't really know. Like if something happens with Cyanogen, but it, it sounds like they're going to have their own OS and they're going to call it Oxygen OS. So, good deal. Yeah. There's a cool video uh, of it on the OnePlus One on Android Authority too. We'll throw a link to that so you can check it out at takingtheandroids.com. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk about Micromax and Samsung? And just going head-to-head about who is the largest. I am the largest. Did Micromax <laughs> rap battle Samsung? Pretty much. And, and defeat at least in them. India, they appear <laughs> to have won. So Samsung has been traditionally the largest uh, manufacturer or largest seller in India, from what, from what I've read. But it, Micromax recently, at least in the last quarter, took over, and they basically have sold... They're like 22% of the market as opposed to 20% of the market for Samsung. So they're the largest Indian handset maker currently. And they're really based out of India, but, you know, 
they're they're actually beating out Samsung. So that's the first Android OEM that I know of offhand that is selling better than Samsung in, in a market. So it's not China. It's cool to see a bunch of other manufacturers coming at them in that in those markets. We yeah, don't the see thing about those. Micromax is they have a lot of the they have a wide range of phones as well. Maybe not as many as Samsung. But one of their phones is actually an Android One phone. Maybe they have more, but I don't know. They have at least one Android One phone that's around $100 in terms of uh, cost in, in American dollars, and it's somewhat similar to the Moto E or Moto G. So you know that that's something that they're 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 doing. So I find it interesting that we're hearing more about these guys ever since um, ever since the Android One announcement, uh, and after that was announced, uh, just reading up on the internet. Most people were in complete agreement that these phones suck. Like they're really horrible. Um, they're like the I don't Nokia even know X. What we can compare them to? They're like the Nokia X, like the, the Nokia X, and the Moto E around that range, probably less. Yeah, I, like price wise, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. But like build wise, quality wise, I mean, these are supposed to be just like trash phones. Right. Um, so I don't know if the success is because of Android One, or if it's just simply a matter of. It's the phone people can afford, you know. Everybody maybe, has a cell phone. Maybe not everybody has a home. Maybe a lot of marketing on their end in India. Maybe a lot of marketing there. But uh, Micromax, at least right now, is the 10th largest handset maker in the world. And that's because of their presence in India. Let me, let me throw something at you. Why does Walmart continuously beat the snot out of almost every other retailer on the planet? Because and of Amazon. Is, well, Amazon is not a retailer; they're an e-tailer. So you gotta, you know, you know, mix in your metaphors. But the reason for that is because they offer such inexpensive stuff that people are willing to let it be crap because it costs so much less than the good stuff. Lowering the bar, of it. just really lowering that bar for uh, yeah. Forever. I mean, I, I've started to buy an awful lot of my hand tools and and power tools at Harbor Freight, long known to be the world's cheapest, junkiest tools. Well, here's the thing. I ran the numbers. I went up there and I bought two cordless drills with lights and batteries for 50 bucks. I can't go into, into um, Sears and buy one for anything less than 100 So... <laughs> I can theoretically burn up three of these things and continuously buy a new one before I'm even at the break-even point. Yeah, you have lots of spares and backups, and if you lose some components, you've still got everything else, yeah. If I lose one drill, i got two batteries now for my other drill. Life Hacking, ladies and gents, by Joey Kelly. Buy cheap (laughs) and just not worry about it. (laughs) That's nice. I'm already living that lifestyle. I know how that goes. <laughs> this not by choice, not though. For you, because it's not working so good for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? You guys want to talk about the LG G3? Yeah. Well, and all of yeah. their copyrights from three to nine. Why not the G10? Yeah. And what about the G6? Now that's a Pontiac vehicle, or at least it used to be. Also, a plane. That is in rap songs, not to mix metaphors. But like a G6. Like a G6, like a G6 right? 
Also, isn't it an Apple? Wasn't it one of the Apple? They had the G4, and then the G4, yeah. did they not also have the G6? Well, they're trademarking it, I guess, for handsets. But yeah, they, they apparently applied at the U.S., hmm. you know, patent office, patent and trademark office, you know, a while back to for all the G3 through G9 monikers, I don't know what you call those, <laughs> the name, essentially. Letters and numbers. Yeah, but, yeah, alphanumeric combination. Alphanumerics. That's crazy yeah, I, that they're getting... I think they stopped the G5 on the PC side of things, I mm. think. Also so, a Pontiac G5. Yeah, that, that's true. Not as nice as the G6, but... But yeah, they, but they were recently granted by, by the U.S. Patent and Trade Office. Well, hey, good for you them. Go ahead and... Yeah. Yeah. So at least for the next several years, we'll see the, the G number line. Possibly. For future folks. Possibly, probably. You know, at least they dropped the Optimus line. That not, that was kind of uh, kind of a, a bad name for them. So sticking yeah. with G this and G that was pretty good. Optimal and Optimus and Optimum and yeah, that's poop. <laughs> Definitely. I was poop. still waiting for the Optimus Prime phone. Now, <laughs> Michael Bay killed that for happen. me. I don't. I don't know. But I wanted it to like spontaneously turn from a phone into a Kenworth <laughs> in the back. Their phones have actually been pretty decent. For all the crap we've given LG, uh, their their latest phones are pretty nice. Yeah, they focused a lot on actually developing flagships. I guess from really the uh, on actually not iPhone. making crap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other manufacturers, you could take a note out of what LG's doing over here and also focus on not making crap. That would be cool. Yeah. Yes, Eric. Now, how long do you think that these, um, like the G3 through G9, <clears throat> how long do you think it's going to last them? Is this a three-year pipeline of devices? Is it four they, or five? They release them once a year, and there's usually a pro version, which is usually a competitor to the Note. But uh, and that's usually you know like like Samsung they stagger their S line with their Note line every six months or so they're probably going to do something similar with LG they they tend to do that so so but anyway so once a year G3 G4 so we're looking at six other uh, six more years yes Eric I'm I'm gonna put <laughs> stop it stop it <laughs> you know Eric we're game. just looking I don't at like you. this at all this is the oh, best Eric, game well. ever. I'll tell you how after the show. Poke your face. <laughs> my head, my head leans in. I don't know. It really freaks. Me. Watch the video. Of Micro you guys expressions, watch the video bro. Of this. Micro and tell me how you they. Micro expressions. What am I, what am I doing? To right, tell. Micro expressions. I can't tell you. <laughs> See what I did there. I'm gonna guess that it's gonna that this, this is gonna be three years. This is a three-year thing, and not all these are gonna come out. Because at some point we're all going to get sick of the G this, G that. Um, I'm surprised that Samsung's still doing the S line. Yeah, they're going to do it till it doesn't work, right? And then they'll. So now. So like, yeah, now. <laughs> well, here's the catch: at what point does if 4G and G4 start getting twisted in people's heads? It never I does. I don't think never. people even look at that though right because they're they're getting they're going in and they're getting whatever is the new most expensive device at the time their upgrade is ready for most people most people mm -hmm. on a carrier are getting subsidized devices 
they're going to go in and they're going to look, and they're not going to see the G1, 2, 3, 4, 5 on LTE, 3G, 4G, whatever. They're going to see, you know, one, that's the price, and they're going to get it, or not. Well, I think the G line... Go for it. Go, go ahead, Nick. G line was something in IRC. I'll just throw that out there. <laughs> there you go. I think the G line has been successful enough for for LG. Also, you think about it, life is good. LG, the G is in the name. I'm sure they're loving the whole G name. Whoa, life is good. Wow. Yeah, that's. <laughs> but yeah, so they're happy with it. It's better than Optimus, so I think they're going to stick with it. I think uh, six more years, you know, at least. I think they're going to go all the way to the G9 if they can help it, and they may even still go beyond that. No, you don't think so? Eric's shaking his head. Let's uh, Can we get a little gentleman's bet going here, It'll perhaps? It'll take three to six years for us to figure out who wins in this one, <laughs> Eric or myself. <laughs> Nick, I'm going to steal this pen, Whoa. and if you win, I will send you this pen. Whoa. There you go. I win, I get your... You get a pen. You're going to read You get a pen. If I win... I get what? A pen. <laughs> yeah, you get to keep the pen. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's talk about the Android issue tracker, where all good people go to track issues on Android. Uh, having some issues itself, I'd say, getting overrun with things like spam, perhaps. Uh, yeah. And they have raised the uh, the not the alarm, but they they've let people know. And it just just keeps happening. Uh, yes, sir. I don't issue. know where <laughs> I, I don't know where all this spam is coming from. But Google, if you could use the spam filter that my Gmail has, that would be a good start. That's actually the issue that's being tracked: the spam. So yeah, that's awesome. No, so please, so yeah, Eric. Google has, Google has a Google has a website where they're tracking these issues, <laughs> and uh, yeah, apparently they've. They've stopped monitoring it or policing it or something, and now, and they're not even using anything like a CAPTCHA or whatever. The Google-made devices that are supposed to actually cut out spam, you know, to prevent this. So it's just like an old forum. Maybe you guys may have posted on forums, you know, years ago, and then returned to them to see that no one's there posting, but you know, spam bots and human spammers. Well, that kind of condition seems to exist on the Google uh, issue tracking site. So. Uh, right now, it's filled with ads and just random comments and just just crap, really. So they've kind of let it go, and I'm not sure if they've if they're going to do anything about it because they haven't for the last month or so. So, yes, sir. This is some weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> do Worst you, do you intro use this? ever. Sorry, Eric. Have, please. Have you guys like looked at any of these pictures? Like issue. If this is an issue, still go seek it out. Issue number one three two zero six one. Yes, and it is get Muslim black magic specialists in Navy Mumbai. Uh, it's pronounced Navi. Navi. It's pronounced Navi. Navi. <laughs> Isn't that the place where those blue people yes. live? Yes. No, not the cool. place. It was the name? No, it's the people. It was her. They are the right. Let's not be racist now. The people. Wow. Navi. This, yeah, this looks. This does look pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. Out of control. Do you think this is just one of those like legacy things that they just haven't got around to like shutting down? <laughs> they they may have forgotten about it. Something. 
But I mean, it's got to be there for something. If they have something to replace it, some other way of, you know, letting users report bugs, I don't know what it would be necessarily. So, well, they have to know this is happening because if you look at even just look at the screenshot that's on here, like all of these issues are sequential. It's like one three one nine zero one all the way up through nine two four. Um, so like they they must see that they're getting hammered just like a DDoS attack or something like that. Um, what if? I, mean, I have a f- yeah. And this is a huge what if. But what if it's a rogue Google bot? Huh? Right now, stay with me here. What if it's a rogue Google bot that is just hammering out these these posts in there? It just it's become sentient. It doesn't know what to do. It's been blocked on most. Trying to communicate. It has no .ht access. It's it's scared. This is its cry for help. Black magic specialist. So what's going to fix it? Muslim black magic? Look how in specialist CIA just pops out at you. Is that weird? Look at that. Look at the text. Does it? Let's look. It does. CIA. CIA. Huh? See, that's perfect. Right? Hey. Googlebot. Rogue Googlebot. It's a cry for help. I'm going to call it Rogue Googlebot. So... Hopefully they'll, hopefully they'll get Johnny Five um, calmed down. <laughs> you know, it seems that little girl from The Exorcist. She's stuck in the computer now. Right, fighting it out. Or not The Exorcist. And the Ring. Amityville. The Ring. Next, you're gonna tell me Poltergeist. That the Google Poltergeist. Is going to take over the world, and no, and we're gonna need the Sarah James character no. from no. SarahJames.com. No. That's not this movie, bro. That's not this movie. Oh, whoops. That's a different movie. <laughs> All right. Uh, a- a- anything else you want to talk about some new cases that got leaked? Now, are these actual cases or is case just another word for picture? Uh, that Samsung, <laughs> the S6 color option. It's a suitcase. I don't even know what to believe anymore, you guys. You just you give me headlines to go off of here. I don't. I don't know. I feel like you're just setting me up now. So Samsung's yep. Galaxy S6 is on its way, and uh, we're going to see an announcement next month. And uh, as usual, case the people that make the cases for uh, Samsung products and other products, they tend to leak out images, you know, of their cases that are going to come out beforehand, and that's kind of what we're seeing here. And not only that, you know, Samsung is sort of teased, you know, in a in a flyer. What, what the phone is going to look like as well there. So, I don't know. Nick, so what you're saying is that they've teased that it's going to look like every Galaxy S phone since the S3. Is that what you're saying? Guess what? It's going to look like a rectangle, you guys. The edges, they're round. Not going to tell you how much, but they are rounded. Well, actually, it's going to look like a G6, like a G6. Like a G6, like a G... That's pretty sweet, though. Do you think this is Samsung's marketing prowess here at work, being like, all right, there's a little something extra if you maybe take a leak here uh, with these for us, please? Could you could you take this leak <laughs> that I'm handing you and uh, and just put it out on the Internet? You know, let them know. It gonna... could be, but but the interesting thing about the image that they teased is it actually looks more like their uh, Galaxy Edge phone 
the one that looks that's built just like the note but has an edge. So if you look at the uh, yeah, if you look at the uh, the picture, what are you talking about the bevel. Uh, He's talking yeah, about the, a, yeah. Tell him, Nick. It droops down. So. Yeah. <laughs> look how it droops. The witcher said. I if don't I look, see no droop. There's a droop there. There's clearly. Are we looking at the same thing here? Eric, come on. There's clearly a droop. There's clearly a droop. Okay. I apparently I I'm I'm not droop sensitive, so well, I'm not seeing it. But okay. That's not your fault. Not everyone's eyes can pick up a subtle droop like that. Maybe 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 when we get to Barcelona, I'll be able to see it in those pictures. Look well, at this. Can I? Then you can see Drupal. Drupal. <laughs> oh, can I just show you guys what this? Look at that. Look at that. Look at the edge. I mean, just. Do you see that thing? Look at that so droop. There's two Samsung articles. One is is talking about a leak where a leaf case has come out. Yeah. There's another one talking about the unpacked event. Yeah. Where they, did show did, what the phone looks like. Did the case look like this? Did it have a droop in it for this? Well, that's the thing. There's a the case doesn't seem to show that, or if it does, they haven't shown that part of the case. So that's well, that's, that's what's confusing people. So some people poop. are presuming that there's two possible phones we might see, like a Galaxy S6 and a Galaxy S6 Edge. What? Like there was a Note and then a Note what? Edge. So that's what a lot of people are thinking may may occur. What? So, Matt, yeah. what what Nick is trying to tell you is that you need to apologize to me because I was on the correct article. Uh, and you were looking at some droop article. Hey, I was just going. With, I do see the droop now. I was just going with the link that he provided. <laughs> oh goodness! Well, the, the thing is that there's two leaks, and that's where the confusion comes from because the case leak doesn't seem to indicate that. So and it wasn't like <laughs> the but case. Their, yeah. But yes. their own unpacked teaser has the one with the edge. So that's that's why there's this issue. How do normal, non-technologically advanced nerds digest this sort of stuff? I mean, if it wasn't for us and this show, like, how would you know anything ever? I didn't. I didn't. Most people buy phones on price and how they look. Yeah, well, we couldn't just talk about that all the time now, could we? (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Worked for Top Gear. That is true. But they actually got to drive those. Yeah, they actually have the budget to do that. (laughs) I think you can get laid with a car. I don't think you can get laid with a phone. What if that phone cost 10 grand and was made by Ferrari? Hey, they have cases now that are Ferrari. I mean, Actually, they're, they're I got it. What if wait? What if you use that phone to call an escort service? Boom. <laughs> got you, Eric. Eric, what's our email address, please? Our email address is show at attackoftheandroids.com, ladies. I, I just and gentlemen, I just want to say that Eric did finally figure out how how I was reading his. 
<laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah, Joey, what is this uh, main thing you were uh, you were doing? Let's uh, let let me t- tell us about that real quick. Summarize. I'm not even kidding. I will cut you off at a minute, real quick. No problem. Summary is this: a year in Maine, M A I N E dot com. I am going around the state of Maine every day for 365 days, and I am photographing something different within the state every single day. You get to see a video and a shot of the day and a link to, well, not all, but most of the shots that I take each day. Um, and um, that's really it. Nice. Uh, a year in yeah, Maine dot com. Yep. Cool. Come along for the ride. Nick, what have you uh, unboxed lately? Well, uh, just yesterday, I unboxed the Sony HDR CX uh, 330. It's a, cam- it's a camcorder. It's actually this one right here. So, uh, nice. I, uh, I'm going to be uh, basically filming a series of videos based on this camcorder because I intend to use this to replace the existing webcam and Nexus 5 smartphone that I've been doing for my local and remote, you know sort of imagery, or if I would do an unboxing, I would use the smartphone to do that. Well, both of these are smaller megapixel cameras, and they don't do 60 frames per second at 1080p. Well, this does 1080p 60. Long story short, I'm going to be uh, doing more with this impressions video, showing footage, and a review video, so I've got a playlist that I'll be And now you can do you can do multi-camera shoots now. Yes. I mean, just up in that game for the people that haven't set their bar low for the content they consume, you know? That's right. Some, some people <laughs> like it. My some, that's right. Uh, also, I got, I got an article on a new domain about the Exploding Kittens Kickstarter from the Oatmeal. Uh, we talked about it on the Jam Hole. Uh, but, yeah, definitely check out the article. And uh, Breaking Android, still happening over on BreakingModern.com. You can check that out. Uh, got a couple more articles from CES still <laughs> that finally got published. So, yay, all that stuff. Uh, just check it out. Links to it are in the show notes that Eric writes so lovingly and wittingly, wittingly. Uh, at attackoftheandroids.com. So thanks for listening. Join us on the social networks in between shows. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. Have a great evening. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids. You can join us every week at www.attackoftheandroids.com slash live.